All right, this is Brent Leary, and I have the pleasure of sitting with, I can't believe this, I'm sitting with the fastest woman alive, Carmela Jetta. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. And uh, we're both here for this conference that the folks at BPM Online are putting together. And the whole theme around the conference is Accelerate and Acceleration. So I thought it was pretty fitting to have you come in and be part of the keynote. But before we talk about that, maybe you can give me a little of your personal background. Well, a graduate of Cal State Dominguez Hills Division II School, um, made my first team for U Team USA in 2007. I ran for Nike from 2007 to 2016. Um, I have three Olympic medals from the 2012 London Games, a world record in the 4x1 relay. Um, 2011, I was world champion. So I'm a world champion, Olympic medalist, world record holder, and fastest woman alive. Um, only other woman to run faster than me is Flojo. That was 1988, and that's amazing. That's 30 years, and it's still just you and her. Yes. Pretty amazing. Uh, did you ever imagine when you were growing up that you would actually be the fastest woman alive? Not that I would be the fastest woman alive, but I did always imagine that I would be on the dream team. You know, I grew up playing basketball, so when you grow up playing basketball, you think Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, uh, Charles Barkley, you think of all of these uh, amazing athletes, and you think of the dream team. And um, so the dream team was the focus, but I just ended up making my own dream team on the Olympic team for track and field. So definitely a different sport, but still the same mindset, still the same attitude, still the same goal. And one of the things you talked about is team and how you could have the, the four fastest women on the same team, but that doesn't necessarily make you the best team. Maybe you could talk a little bit about the importance of putting heart and chemistry to the success of a team. It's very important when you're picking a team. Many, many times people think you just pick the, the four hot people the people that are just doing their thing right now. And that's not necessarily true because just because you pick the four best athletes at the time or even the four best people that you feel can really run your company, that doesn't actually mean that they're gonna be able to do it together. You know, you're dealing with different personalities, different egos, um, different mindsets. And sometimes, you know, everyone's not gonna think the same. They're not gonna want the same thing. And the goal in the end is not for the team to win. For some people, the goal in the end is just for them to win. So you have to make sure when you're putting a team together, you hear that word team, the team has to have the mindset of we are going to win instead of I and me. And, and it, it's hard to build a winning team around people that don't think the same. So just like in track and field, for many years, there were a number of women that were faster than the four women that we put on the team. But as you can see, many times, just because you're fast, that doesn't necessarily mean that you can break a world record or you can get the job done. It just means you have four fast people. And the team that we put together in 2012, one of our runners, she was not one of the fastest people to be on the squad. But you know what? She had heart, she had drive, she had determination. We knew that she was gonna bring that stick around. And many times when you're picking a team, you need to pick a team on who you're gonna trust, who's gonna get the job done, who's gonna make the uh, deadline, you know, who's not gonna come with an excuse of why they couldn't do it. You know, you have to be willing to say, okay, let me pass this baton off 
and know that the other person is going to do their job and then they're going to pass it off and then they're going to pass it off. Well, you're running a relay, you're running blind. You run, you drop your hand back, the person's there, they put the stick in your hand and you run. It's the same thing when you're doing business and you're in the office. You're, you're doing things blind. You're not sitting over that person's shoulder watching them do their work. You're hoping and praying that they get their job done. And that's the same way with a four by one relay. You're just not on the track. So when you're building a team, a winning team, a world record team, and that translates in the office as well, because at the end of the day, you want your business to be the best. You want to be the winning business, the gold medals. Everybody wants to work there. Everyone's talking and thinking of, of you when they're thinking of the field that your business is in. And it's the same. You want to pick a winning team. So you've won Olympic gold uh, as a team member, but also as an individual. Compare and contrast how you felt with both being uh, this, having a successful team, but also just having your own success as an individual. Well, individual is a little different. You know, you take it, you take that win different because you did it. You did it. You're the only person in that lane, and you made it happen. You know, to to get a gold medal in a relay, you have to look at it in a totally different light because you have to step out of what you're normally used to doing. You had to be comfortable with other people. You had to understand that it wasn't all about you. So to be a team player, it's it's a different medal that you receive because it took four people to get it done and it took four personalities and four attitudes and and <laughs> and, and you know just just four different people to make it happen. And so you you take it a little differently because you had to physically, mentally, emotionally, I'm not going to say not be yourself, but you had to be a better version of yourself with other people. Wow. Okay, so one of the things that really caught my attention during your speech, you ran, <laughs> you ran with a, a, a torn quad. I mean, you didn't just run like, oh, just jogging. You were in trials. Uh, First of all, did you think you were going to be able to run and not just run one, but you ran, I think, three and you ended up being, getting the, the bronze, the third place. Did you, when you were thinking about this, were you just thinking, I just want to finish? Or were you actually thinking, you know what, I still think I can win? First, I was thinking, let me just get past the first round. Then I can think about it. <laughs> you know, many times... We, we set too many goals ahead of a goal, ahead of a goal, instead of going straight to that goal and then saying, okay, since I got to this goal, now let me go to the next goal. And so my first goal was, okay, let me make it through the first round. Then my next goal was, well, let me make it through the final. And then, well, let me get on this podium. You know, and, and so I set a different goal every time I finished racing because the leg was gone there was I couldn't say oh I'm making this final and I'm getting on the podium you know that would have just been a little crazy you know because the the leg was gone so I had to I had to set my goals day by day during that time and and many times we have to do that in life you know we have to set our goal day by day and you know you Sometimes people set too many goals and then you're frustrated and you're upset.
But you know, you did that to yourself. Mm. You, you set all of these high expectations and unfortunately you weren't able to meet them at the time frame that you wanted. You know, sometimes we, we, we put time and we put everything so close together instead of giving us a chance to at least hit the first goal. Then give yourself a little more chance to hit the second goal. Okay, so, uh, you know, you've competed at the highest level, but uh, those days are past you now. What do you miss the most about those days and those times? And uh, what are you doing now to kind of, I don't know if you can actually fill the void, mm -hmm. but at least do something that allows you to think, ah, you know what, I, I'm able to apply some of the stuff I did back in the day now. You know, so many people ask me, do I miss it? Do you miss it? Do you miss it? Do you miss it? No. What I tell people, I gave track and field so much of me for so many years. And when I lined up, I lined up with my full heart, with my heart, all my heart, all my passion, all my drive. And everything I accomplished, I accomplished because I sacrificed and I put certain things to the side and I did certain things a certain way and I made certain things happen throughout my career. And so you can't miss or regret leaving something that you gave everything to. So you basically left it all on the field. I left, it, it, I le I left like. it all on the track. So you can't, you can't want for more when there's nothing more to get. I, I did the world record. I have the second fastest time ever ran. I've played multiple teams. I've, I've done a lot. And now I'm in a position where I'm able to do motivational speaking. So I'm able to feed, feed, feed other people this greatness, this greatness, this greatness, this greatness. So am I done? No, I'm not. I'm just on another chapter. Hmm. So how, what gives you that feeling of success now? Is it when you see the folks that you talk to that you mentor, when they start to succeed, do you, do you feel like, oh, I, I remember this feeling from back in the day. You know, definitely when, I, when I'm mentoring athletes or coaching athletes and they do something amazing and they turn to me and they give me that, it's that look. You can't even describe it. It's just a feeling that an athlete has because I know what that look feels like. And even when I'm motivational speaking and so many people came up to me um, in this conference and they're, they're saying amazing things and you know, you, it, it's crazy how you can put track and field and athletics with business and tech and I feel so motivated and I wanna go and do this. And that right there is a, is a whole nother feeling that I feel now because just because I'm not on the track doesn't mean I'm not making you great. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, and a lot of people, it was funny because after your uh, speech, at least three of the four other people that came after you did, they referenced some of the things you talked about. Mm -hmm. So it was definitely, you know, something that you made a serious impact here. And I, I asked you before, uh, how, when you see the connection being made in this audience, you know, what does that mean? What kind of lesson do you think you were able to get across to the folks here today I was I believe I was able to get across your mindset needs to be what gets you to the next level you know your mind if you think weak you are weak if you think unmotivated you are unmotivated if you think mediocre guess what <laughs> you know and and so you have to think outside of the box you have to push outside of the box 
you have to want more than someone else wants for you. You know, no one can want it more than you. And and that's where I, I believe that stuck with people was, you know, you don't have to be an Olympic medalist. You don't have to run down the track really fast. Whatever your skill is, you have your own Olympics. And uh, the other couple of things that stood out to me is when you, you can't finish if you don't start. You can't finish if you don't start. And many times I've, I've been able to speak with a lot of people and sometimes people are just afraid to fail. And, and you're afraid to fail, then you're not going to start anything <laughs> because you're going to be constantly afraid of the door closing on you or they're going to say no or they're not going to hire me and they're not going to, they're not going to, well, guess what? They sure not if you don't try. <laughs> That pretty much says it all. And the last one that I, I just asked uh, before we started recording, but this whole idea, you mentioned the mindset, you, especially going back to the torn quad, you said at some point during those races, your body was gone, but my mind was savage. Mm -hmm. Is that something that was just innate in you or is that something you learned? How did you develop that? I believe it's a combination. You know, it's a combination of growing up and wanting things and wanting to do things amazing. And then it was a combination of failing at things, knowing how that feels to fail and knowing what caused the failure and then wanting to go and fix it. So it's a, it's a combination of things. And then being a person that's extremely confident, you know, sometimes people confuse cocky and confident and arrogant and confident it's two totally different things mm -hmm. and to be confident you can just walk in a room and everyone notices you to be arrogant you walk in a room with a certain walk and a certain this and a certain that it's a big difference and one thing i've noticed with myself is that i'm extremely confident and whatever way you take it is how you take it <laughs> but i know how i'm dishing it and I'm dishing it with confidence and I take that confidence into everything that I do. So when you said my mind, it's part of my confidence too. All of that plays into, goes into play. Mm. Where can people learn more about what you're up to now? You can follow me on Twitter, Carmelita Jetter, at Carmelita Jetter, on Instagram, Jet G5, get it? Jet mm. G5, like the jet. <laughs> and. <laughs> And for um, motivational speaking or engagements, C as in cat, jet run at yahoo.com. Well, I know you got to get back because you're part of the, the, the grand yes. finale tonight. So thanks for your time. And no uh, we definitely appreciate watching you run, but also hearing your words today. Thank you. All right. That was awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. So I'll shoot you a link when this goes up. I'm going to see if they can put it up for tomorrow. Okay, let me just call my little sister back. You have a card? I don't, but I'll... Let me I'll, give you one of mine. I've got yours. Okay. And I'll shoot you a link. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, I'm sorry. I was doing an interview with... Um,
I gather she agreed. Yeah. Yeah, that won't be necessary. <laughs>